The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Live from New Harlan's world, it's the Geek Show. (laughs) On today's episode, your brand new Superman. Also, we're going to talk about Indiana Jones. No, we didn't see the new movie. But all that and more coming up on this episode. Mm. Hi, there everyone. I did it. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Hi. I heard, Hello, you. Everybody. I heard you in the last episode when I was gone, mocking me. Oh, I wasn't. See, that's that's why I don't listen while I'm gone. I don't want to hear the mocking. <laughs> that's why I, I, I just don't listen, because I know. The last time I listened, things got weird. Hey, so. I didn't say it wasn't deserved. I just said I heard it. <laughs> now, uh, as you can see, Rebecca and Jay are on assignment. Uh, Ray, uh, Rebecca's in our chat room, though. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. She's down talking to the aliens, praying to the aliens in Roswell. Rebecca, uh, go to the Whataburger. Get the spicy ketchup. Get the Whataburger? Okay. You know, since she's, since she's not here and it's an all-guy panel, we can <laughs> talk about all the guy things that we don't talk about when Rebecca's here, like how cool she is and how much we appreciate her contribution to Geek Show and yeah. how talented and funny she is. Yeah. Those are things we never say when she's on the show because yeah, we don't yeah. want her to get a swollen head. Mm-hmm. Also, also how that. much I enjoy doing the space show, show with her, which is right. available on the Geek Show Network right hey. now. Episode four is there. Yeah. Just go to our feed and you'll find it. Uh, yes, so uh, Jay and Rebecca on assignment, sitting in for Jay and Rebecca. Uh, the wonderful, the, one of the nicest people you will ever meet. And if you're ever mean to this person, I, you're, you're horrible. Egg foo, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. It's great to be back. <laughs> Egg foo. Love seeing y'all. Ah, oh, good to see you. And Excitable James is back. There he is, my son. Hey, I, you want to know what the funny thing is? At the top of the show is going to call you daddy. But then I am I am I a daddy or a zaddy? Uh, do you want us to answer that? I don't know. What are you, what are you wearing, wearing on your bottom me. half right now? I think that'll that'll be what decides it. Oh, my pajama bottoms. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Hey, that's yes. well, zaddy. Yes. zaddy. Regal, regal. <laughs> All right. Ah, uh, but of course, as always, here, uh, Quad T, Too Tall Tony. Hi, Tony. Hey. Hi, back. Tony. We missed you last week. And he's gone. <laughs> Did I lose oh, everyone? Oh, he froze froze no. You froze up. <laughs> I'm back anyway, now. Woo. You're back now. Uh, I thought you were just effing with me. And Lee George, <laughs> Lee George Cade, everybody. Hi. Hey, I, I got a new workout program for you. It's called Up with Shirley MacLaine around 1983. <laughs> it's her and a bunch of aerobicizers on trampolines with special guest star Dean Martin. Don't miss mm. it. Tuesday nights on CBS. Love it. I'll be there. Let's all be there. <laughs> Yeah. And our, don't forget about our host, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. I'll be back on the 5th. All right. See, see the whole the whole gimmick is they're on trampolines, Kerry. I know. I, I love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I got it, yeah. Tony. Tell me you like me. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, you. Thanks, right. Tony. I meant to say <laughs> Lee. I messed up. <laughs> let's, let's begin. We look so alike. <laughs> exactly. Let's We're begin. We're bald. <laughs> and glasses. Let's begin with, uh, we got our new Superman and Lois this week. It was announced. Okay, I don't know anything about the guy, but I am excited excited for Rachel Rachel Brosnan. Oh, yeah. That was... She's going to be good. As soon as I saw the list, because they had, it was whittled down to three, you know, in each category for Superman and Lois. 
And as soon as I saw Rachel Brosnahan on the list for Lois, I went, there's your winner right there. Yep, yep. That's the mm-hmm. one. But this I mean, guy... Huh? If only we'd seen anything where we see her fast talking, doing smart dialogue, anything like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But this guy here, let's let's take a look at him. Uh, David Cornsweat. And I, I don't know if I'm even saying that right. Did you say corn sweat? Corn sweat. I just oh. mumble when I don't know. Corn sweat. Corn sweat. Uh, let's see. Uh, Corn Sweat uh, is uh, number one on the call sheet. He'll be, you know, Clark Kent, Superman. Look at that jaw. I he know looks he, the part. He looks the part. Absolutely. Did he come out jaw first. He <laughs> he was birthed Sharp. jaw first. Yes, and his mother never forgave he, him. He used it uh, to break the womb, the placenta. Yes. You know all that stuff. Uh, he <laughs> first yeah. uh, history of the body. <laughs> he first <laughs> broke. He first Order. broke out in the Ryan Murphy series, The Politician. Anyone? Anyone? Uh, no. Uh, which was who's followed... R- who's Ryan what? Murphy? Who's Ryan yeah, Murphy? That was a Ryan Murphy series, yeah. Oh. Um, which was followed by starring in another Ryan Murphy Netflix series called Hollywood. I yeah. saw that. Who'd he play? Uh, it does not say here. Uh, other credits include the it HBO series... Grip. HBO series We Own This City. Anybody? Anybody? Mm. Um, and oh well, if if uh, Rebecca was here, a twenty four horror sequel, Pearl. Yeah, uh, we, I keep meaning to watch. We own this city because it's got uh, John Bernthal, and I, I like pretty much anything I see John Bernthal in so far. Uh, oh well, then you should be watching uh, the Bear for the Christmas episode oh. where he returns oh, uh, in, awesome. in a flashback. It's a Christmas episode, and every talented person in the world is in this episode. I love mm-hmm. it. I, I could list the names of people, and you'd go seriously. Uh, everybody is in this anyway. Even Dakota Fanning. Even even <laughs> Dakota Fanning. Uh, let's see. Uh, next is his series "Lady in the Lake" and the Twister sequel, "Twisters." <laughs> okay. uh, so that's where we'll see him next. But uh, have we? There was more than one. Have we found out if the S at the end is a two? Or is it still an S? It's still an S. As of, Boo. I mean, that's a lost. That's a lost opportunity. I'm I telling know. you. Uh, Visual puns never not good. But uh, but anyway, Rachel Brosnahan, of course, marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and uh, also House of Cards. Wrong picture. That's not her. Stupidly. Uh, uh, there you she know, is. She's she's gotten lots of Emmy. She's just so good and so awesome. perfect for Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You're Superman she, and you're Lois. She does that Amy Palladino dialogue so freaking well. Like you cannot, if you watch Gilmore Girls or or I think she did uh, Orange is the New Black, there's a certain cadence to her dialogue that would be so challenging and mm. she nails it. It's wonderful. And, and right now I'm flashing back as, we, as you were describing that, I'm flashing back to the Hudsucker Proxy, a wonderful yeah. movie. Was Where, she in uh, that? Well, no, what's the actress's oh. name? But 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 she does the whole show, just like this. Oh. You know? Yeah, yeah. As, uh, was it Jennifer oh. Jason Lee doing the Jennifer the Jason Lee? Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. she does I'm the a entire girl. Yeah, I'm the Muncie girl. I'm from Muncie, Muncie, Indiana, Muncie. And yeah. she's got scenes with uh, Bruce Campbell, who's in his reporter outfit. He looks like Clark Kent, and you know, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I would love a Lois Lane that talk like that all the time. It's no. that, that it's that Catherine that. Hepburn, Cary Grant cadence yes. of dialogue from the 40s and the my it's, girl it's my girl friday kind of thing yeah, yeah 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 anyway good stuff all right so there's your superman and your lois well let's move on to uh something a little less auspicious uh tron 3 <laughs> <laughs> oh good uh, I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be excited same yeah. Meg. Same. never gonna happen never gonna happen no never it's gonna. it's it's starting shooting in a month so am i 
<laughs> what are you I'll, shooting, Lee? I mean, you know, well, first of all, Jared Leto <laughs> has been tied to it for a while now. <laughs> they should untie him. Which is, well. which is why I was never excited. But then yeah. uh, we started getting all this casting this week, and we're, we're, we're starting with, uh, well, Evan Peters, first of all. He's great. He's uh, great. Yeah. The, the the headline I found in my entertainment rag it was Dahmer star Evan Peters joins wow, Jared Leto. Wow, with that, huh? Okay, they, so they led with Dahmer. <laughs> so Ryan Murphy's not shooting anything this month, and they're like, yeah. let's get Evan Peters. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> they check with Ryan first for Evan's schedule. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say, Tony. Thank yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> can Ryan? Can Evan come out and play, or do you have him playing some kind of yeah. creepy inbred serial killer who's got an obsession on his cousin's navel? Exactly. Uh, two, the two previous movies were set inside the world of computers and programs. The script for, it's called Tron Ares, A-R-E-S, uh, is said to focus on the emergence of a sentient program that crosses over into the human world that is not ready for contact, and that will be Jared Leto, Leto playing Ares. The was manifestation he, of the program. Was he in Legacy or was he not in Legacy? No. He was, he was not, not in Legacy. Okay. Because they set the precedent of the computer-generated people coming over at the end of Legacy with Olivia Wilde's character. Yes. Oh, right. I just so. hope they get Daft Punk back together so they can do the soundtrack because that Legacy oh. soundtrack is so good. That's amazing. So good. They have said multiple times they're willing to. Oh, really? Good. They've, good. they've even said they've done preliminary stuff when... so. All right, it. I hope I hope so. Uh, it's unclear who Evan Peters is going to play, although the script calls for a soldier in the computer world and an awkward gamer in the human world. So it might be one of those. Or he can do awkward. Both. He does awkward really well. Also, yeah. a, a couple of other very good actors uh, added to this list. Uh, first of all, Jody Turner Smith, who, if you have not seen Queen and Slim, see it. It's a, it's an excellent film, and she's the star of it, and so and she's so good. Uh, such a good actors. Um, and then you've also got uh, Greta Lee, who has signed on. Uh, she is uh, currently, let's see, in the romantic drama Past Lives. That's where you can see her. I need uh, to see that. And uh, let's see, Jodie Turner-Smith is uh, co-starred in TNT's The Last Ship and uh, Night Flyers from Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, be- <laughs> before before doing, uh, before doing Queen and Slim. Was yeah. it Night Flyers, a George R.R. R. Martin joint? Oh, yeah, and this is the second time it's been adapted. The first time was terrible, and so was the second. Well, there you go. <laughs> Third time's a charm, baby. Yeah, Bring it, give it ten more years, and they'll how, do it again. How did we all feel about Tron Legacy? I actually kind of liked it. I liked it. I still really enjoy it. Yep. I've I watched it a dozen times or so. Oh, really? I've good duck. Yeah. I'll pop really, it in every every couple months. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I think it's I think it's a solid movie that didn't get any appreciation. It's the speed racer of its year. Well, <laughs> okay, there you go. that's from Lee. That's high praise. Actually, yeah. Yeah. a lot of people may not understand. Uh, but uh, the, the soundtrack is it's the one that I go to if it starts raining and I'm driving in my car. That's right. the, I'll immediately you know put in the Tron Legacy soundtrack. I have, you I have heard a, the remix album they did from the soundtrack. It's so good. Yes. Yeah. They did. They did a remix of it. They got a bunch of other DJs to each do remixes of songs oh, from the album. Other songs from. Oh, it's amazing. It's I amazing. What I'm listening to this afternoon. Yeah. There's a there's a synthwave um, channel I listen to on Spotify that's just like if you took Tron Legacy and said make it three days long, it's it's the best. 
Uh, Rebecca in the chat room, find the Actors Roundtable where Jeff Bridges drops an incredible Tron joke and no one laughs because they didn't realize he was joking. Oh. <laughs> Wait, he, he says something like he got stuck in a computer or something like that. Yeah. Actors understand round, these computers? <laughs> Actors Roundtable stuff is pretty good most of the time. That I've, I think so. The ones I've seen well, anyway. It's well, no Jeff Bridges, it's kind of hard to understand what he was saying, though, because he's got the uh -huh. Jeff Bridges forehead where he likes uh -huh. the forehead act. What? And he's like, hey, hey, and if you dude. and if you notice when he does also watch his jaw, Jeff Bridges yeah. does a lot of a lot oh, of yeah. jaw a stuff. Lot. A As lot he's of gotten older for sure. I think I think I learned from growing up with my dad, who is like Jeff Bridges' clone, mm -hmm. and I I've learned how to listen to my dad, who also is really hard to understand sometimes. So I I clearly understand Jeff Bridges in movies because when, when he goes, I'm like, well, oh yeah, he really enjoyed working in Tron Legacy. I'll, <laughs> I'll say this: watch that series, The Old Man, starring him, but but have the closed captioning on. Yeah, I was trying to find the name of that series because a it's really good. I really, really enjoyed it, but yeah, he gets yeah. kind of mumbly. He does. <laughs> Uh, all right, we got more news to get to, but just a quick reminder about our uh, Saturday matinee next week. You can come and see us live, and uh, we'll be at uh, Brewies in Salt Lake City. The uh, celebration of Kevin Bacon's birthday. Uh, it's wow. Tremors, ladies and gentlemen. The movie is Tremors. Wow. Ah, <laughs> uh, such a good movie where it's a mixture of practical, live action, and some CG. Yes, uh, so it's uh, Doors at 11.30. Uh, we'll start the pod at noon and then the movie at 1 p.m. Pay what you want, as always. That is how it works. I'm paying yeah. 80 bucks. So uh, that's uh, the 8th, July 8th. <laughs> Lee's going to uh, take $80 out of one pocket and put it in his other pocket and walk we'll find through out, the door. <laughs> find out how old Kevin Bacon in, and that's how much you should pay. Anyway. Oh, whoa. He's, he's eternal. So what's infinite money? <laughs> infinite money, then. Uh, so uh, join us for uh, Kevin Bacon's birthday. We 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 like Kevin Bacon. It was just like an, it was an excuse to, to show tremors. Okay. You know, it's yeah. you know, it's fun is to watch Footloose and point at the empty field where Tony's house is. <laughs> hey, I live there now. <laughs> That's true. But I can find that footprint. Uh, speaking of Tony, I immediately thought of you. When I saw Dune Part 2, the trailer was released. Yeah. Oh. I avoided it because I want to go in kind of blank if I can. But My kid has watched this trailer 14 times. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. that's right. Molly was very excited about it. Well, they, I, they, when they were house-sitting for you a month uh -huh. or two ago, they watched uh, the first Dune on your... On your uh, your cineplex size movie screen <laughs> in your in your basement. They watched mm -hmm. it like twice. Really? <laughs> yeah. There's you didn't make it up and watch it with him? Well, I was busy sleeping and stuff. <laughs> Watching Dune twice is an all-day event. That's yeah. true. Uh, but Dune Part 2, we got to look at Christopher Walken's Emperor in it. <gasps> Genius casting. I know, Christopher right? Walken's in it? Yeah. He's oh, the yeah. Emperor. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, I need you to go down there and do this thing. Look at this, this watch. Guy. Go I down there. I got a watch. I am the chat. I am the chat of the emperor. You need to. I don't know what accent I'm doing right wow. now. Wow, I like that. Yeah. Keep that yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brad says Kevin Bacon will be 65. So 65 dollars anyway. Well, um, but no, we did get to see and hear the famous line from the book. Uh, this is check me if I'm wrong, Lee. One of the mm -hmm. more famous: "The power to destroy a thing is the absolute control over it." Yep. 
That's right up there with fear is the mind killer, as far Mm -hmm. as I'm concerned. Yeah. With sci-fi quotes. So we got that in there as well. Got it. Uh, Tony, it doesn't... Well, I mean, you've read the book, so you, you know the story. So oh, I, I know. Would, yeah, I know. I know this. Yeah. Go ahead he, and watch the trailer. They, you know they what? Did That's a, a good point. I don't know why I didn't put that together. <laughs> is it, Carrie, is it, uh, you're a smart man. Do it, is it, Do it. Is it Austin Butler from the from the Elvis? Uh, that they I, they cast they cast the kid yes. from Elvis as uh, as Fade, and they yes. did a really interesting thing because Fade was Sting in the David Lynch movie. Yep. And Fade's I will like, kill him. Yeah, Fade's like this really <laughs> swaggering, charismatic, whatever else. And then they show the Harkonnen homeworld, and it's devoid of color. And when they cut to Fade, he's bald, no eyebrows, That's completely Austin ashen. That's Yeah. Yes. Oh, Dude, that looks what? like human larva. Yeah. Uh, Gross, but intriguing, and I was... Yeah. The director, uh, Denis Villeneuve, has described his uh, Fade as an Olympic sword master crossed with a psychotic serial killer. Yeah. I'm excited to see Austin Butler have this become who he is after this movie's over um because you won't be able to shake it because he's been in character for so long I'm just excited to see yeah, like, how he gets around how he slithers the, the two people slithers. that really like that elvis movie are really upset about his hair though holy moly i looked at a picture of him as fade and that is yeah that, that is something great? Now yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping we get yet another Dune adaptation where they don't lean into uh, Baron Harkonnen's sexual obsession with Paul Atreides, because um, that's that's very prominent in the book that he's Ooh. like. Gross. They left uh, that out. I'm, and, and you know we just we just don't need that because what's, what's the point anymore? You know, yeah. <laughs> I come for the space worm, which is already erotic, and they're relationship that people just won't let happen well i so, just hope i just hope that he continues with his elvis accent when he says yes i will kill him baby <laughs> they could have right. just used no the guy that plays no ho hank he already looks like yeah, he's he got to, yeah he wouldn't have to do all that yep. he'd just show up <laughs> go through the desert and then when i go to the desert I'm he was stab him in his freaking heart man holy cow he was so good in the last season well in all the seasons of barry but especially the last season of barry and he was victor zaz in, in gotham in yep. gotham what? that tv series yes and go was, back and, and watch was, it he was fantastic but what's sad is they let him go from humorously psychotic in the first couple seasons to just being humorous in the last season because they're like oh they took so, his edge off kind of i mean he's still a psychotic killer but they let him be funny and it was like because he was unnerving See, in the first couple seasons oh yeah the but first time a, you saw him as victor's ass it scared you that, that was a joke too edge off because he uses yeah. knives yeah get i get it did you know um <sighs> that one dude plays video games jeff bridges <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, James. He was in a video game. <laughs> he was game. in it. I video got game. stuck in a video game. All right. Stuck in a video game, man. Uh, <laughs> all right. Another trailer that we got this week was Tony for... Read the book. <laughs> he did. Was for season 11 of Futurama, which uh, starts on Hulu July 24th. Good news, everybody. Very yes. excited about this. I'm glad Thanks, they started it that way. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the trailer features a, a host of clips from the coming season as the characters deal with a pandemic. Hmm. Hey. Explore the lawless crypto country and try to evade various alien threats. They're going uh, into crypto on one episode? Yes. Yeah. Uh, here's the official description for season 11. After a brief 10-year hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> brief. 
Futurama has crawled triumphantly from the cryogenic tube, its full original cast and satirical spirit intact. The 10 all-new episodes of season 11 have something for everyone. New viewers will be able to pick up the series from here, while longtime fans will recognize payoffs to decades-long mysteries, including developments in the epic love story of Fry and Leela, the mysterious Aww. contents of Nibbler's litter box, <laughs> the secret history of evil robot Santa, oh, mm. and the whereabouts of Kiff and Amy's tadpoles. Just don't show me the dog <laughs> oh, sitting yeah. outside the pizza parlor. No Sid. I cry no Sid the dog. Uh -uh. Like a big dumb baby every time. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a whole new pandemic in town as the crew explores the future of vaccines, Bitcoin, cancel culture, and streaming TV. I nice. love it. I am in. All right. So oh, I'm waiting for the King of the Hill reboot. Oh, I want it's, that too. It's happening. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, another trailer that we got this week was uh, our first full look at Five Nights at Freddy's. And it, uh, yeah, it looks, it, here's the thing. The Henson Creature Shop made these creatures for the, oh, for the movie. That's nice. why they look so good. That's why they look so good. Um, and you'll be able to watch this on Peacock on October 27th, just inside for Halloween. Nice. Uh, so like uh, they did that on purpose. It's yeah. straight to streaming? Uh, it'll be. I think uh, it's both. It, it's it's it says it's in theaters and Peacock on okay. October 27th. So it's like uh, Halloween. You know. I'm just excited Matthew Lillard's still getting work. Yeah. He's he actually, so talented. He gets pretty steady work. If you go look at his IMDb, he's he's not like crazy busy, but he's he's pretty steady. He's always he's doing got, at least cartoon the, voice work at least. He's got that company making D&D accessories. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh but anyway, so uh, go take a look at it. We, we I don't know what it's rated yet because it didn't say when I watched it. LC um, seventeen. It we'll see how isn't it yet. stacks up to that banana splits movie that Carrie loved so much. <laughs> that, I, was the, I can't I was tell the if you're. One. Is that real? Did they make he, a banana splits oh, movie? Oh man, yeah. He yeah. watched it. He loved it so much. It was then... it it was like Five Nights at Freddy's. The banana splits were in, a, in. They had their own pizza place, and they were the robots, and they went on a killing spree. This isn't so my, bananas and pajamas, is it? No, no this no, is no, a even, different thing. It's even older. Uh, it's it's from when I was a kid, James. You weren't even thought of. Uh, <laughs> they didn't have puppets. They used rocks on sticks. It was it was uh, <laughs> it was guys in costumes who who were also in a rock band who drove around in these ATVs and got into hijinks. <laughs> and they they played they played that amazing Hanna Barbera early seventies music that always had that little side disco riff going on. I could never figure out which banana split was playing that instrument though. I miss the days when everything was thought up via LSD. oh yeah. Absolutely was. Bummer I missed it. Uh well you could start your own everything no 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 LSD for James. Nope. Nope. No, no LSD. No, none for anybody. People it, describe me as colorful. It's bad now. It's bad now? Okay. Bad now. Um, I'm betting that this movie gets a PG-13 rating because it's a, it, the kids like the game. Yep, yep, so, yep. They're not going to want to alienate that uh, yeah. that uh, base, you know? Exactly. That'd be like making a rated R Minecraft movie. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. inside that block. All right. <laughs> What's in um, the block? You know what's you. in the block. Oh, I'm telling you, when a mommy block and a daddy block like each other, let me show you right now. Bow, bow, bow. Why is this block Sexy. pulsing, Lee? Why is it <laughs> pulsing? Aren't they making a Minecraft movie? Yeah. I think so. Sexy. Yeah. Sexiest Minecraft Well, it's got, uh, it's got Aquaman in it. That's oh, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, there you go. All right. Uh, this is coming on July 20th on uh, Max. HBO Just Max. like the Minecraft movie, am I right? High five. <laughs> previously known as HBO, previously known as HBO Go, previously known. <laughs> exactly. And, and now list... next it'll be HBO, huh? Previously known <laughs> as HBO Max. Yep. Uh, what it is is it's a uh, documentary on DC Comics. Uh, narrated by my girlfriend Rosario Dawson. It's a three-part series called Superpowered, the DC Comics Story. Uh, it's coming on July 20th to Max. Um, at, now, I mean, this is good and bad because I don't really know the full history of DC Comics because I've always been a Marvel. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, in learning about this. Is this but a also, James Gunn thing as well? No, no. This, okay. is, this is from uh, Leslie Iwerks. I mean, she's... Oh. She's done a lot of, uh, I mean, Academy Award nominated, yeah. Emmy nominated, you know. Documentary uh, stuff in the past. Yeah, it'll explore the comics publisher through its 85 years of history. Um, 85 years, wow. 85 years of, of DC Comics. Uh, so uh, it's it's something. I, it's something that you'll want to watch. I will be watching to learn about uh, the, the distinguished competition, as Stanley always called them. Yeah, well, I was going to say, hopefully this one spreads the credit out a little better than the Stanley documentary. <laughs> oh, did. I, I was going to talk about watch. that later, but. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even want to watch it. You triggered him. Let's hear well, it. Let's get into this. I'm excited. No, the, the, the Stanley documentary that's on Disney Plus right now is really self serving. I mean. <laughs> It's, it's uh, I mean, it's all the narrator is Stan. I mean, <laughs> and, and and take a drink every time he says I, uh, oh, you, you'll be dead in ten minutes. So what's, I have, what's crazy what? is this this documentary. He's not even around to to like yeah. make it go in this direction, and it still did. <laughs> it still did. <laughs> I hope this DC documentary gets into the part where. Alfred was a big fat butler, and then he had to work out really hard and become a thin butler because some parents were freaked out about having a heavy set character shown in a positive light in a comic book. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I hope there's they a go whole, there. There's a whole bit of him like Bruce, Master Bruce, and 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 Master Dick went off to Europe, so he spends the whole summer like doing 1940s calisthenics. Well, yeah, he's shape. jealous of Dick, you know. <laughs> How are you going to compete with that? I can't compete with Dick. Can you compete with Dick? I can't. I can't. Dick. Speaking of Dick, Never. really quick, before we move on from DC, yes. Yes. and I'm sorry if you've already talked about this or if we're going to talk about it, just cut me off. Did you see what was made canon in Nightwing 105? No. That's Super extremely specific. Let's, let's go there. We're, we're talking uh, about DC Comics. What was made canon? If you're a fan of the NBC or the American version of The Office... They are made canon in Nightwing 105. It is a yes. uh, FPV, first person, FPV comic of Nightwing doing whatever Nightwing does, putting on the mask, going on patrol, and he's chasing after a bad guy, and lo and behold, he crashes through a window, and he runs through the office, Nightwing. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! So the show isn't canon, but the fact that it ex the the sh the people and the setting it's and everything canon exists in, in yeah, and they call oh. people out by name too. So <laughs> Jim, Pam, <laughs> it's funny to see Dwight just like pop in like he's super ready to fight too. Oh you know? my god, <laughs> dude, it's so good! Uh, I'll, I'll I'll pick that one up. I'll, I'll yep, stop by the comic book store and pick it up. Uh, let's see. Also, our final bit of news, and then we're gonna talk about indiana jones a bit i think um 
I don't know if you were looking for the Magic the Gathering uh, Lord of the Rings card, the the One Ring card. The One Ring. Uh, it's been found. Yep. Okay, uh, what is there actually only one? There of was these only cards? one made. Yes, oh. um, and some the lucky person who found it has become possibly a millionaire just by opening up a pack of cards. Uh, it has been revealed that the rarest, most sought-after card in the entire new Lord of the Rings expansion pack of Magic the Gathering has been found. It's a 1-1 card of the One Ring, wow. meaning there's only one like it in the entire world. Fans have been chasing it since the series was released, which was like a month or so ago. Uh, and rich fans have been offering up to $2 million actual dollars for it. Wow. Real dollars. Yes. What's wild is they're, they're not talking about the real story here, which is that this guy that found this card, or, or lady, or they, them, uh, is now going to travel to Magic the Gathering headquarters, where if they do things right, they'll actually be running the operation. I was wow. really hoping that just some kid found it, you know, yeah. and, and was playing with it. You know, it's all like covered in White. Cheeto dust, Blow, blowing his nose at it. It's useless. <laughs> uh, it come, this uh, news comes from the Wall Street Journal, uh, so uh, was tipped off that the card had been registered and graded by PSA, the authentication and grading company. So whoever pulled the card did that immediately and got it graded. It was uh, received a solid mint nine. And uh, now we wait to see what's what. I just um, have one piece of advice to the person who found that card. I hope you're paying attention. I hope you're watching right now. I hope you're a big fan of the Geek they, Show podcast. They throw it are. in a volcano where it was made. <laughs> where it belongs. <laughs> uh, according to, this is a story from uh, io9. According to the piece, the buyer chose to remain anonymous, which makes sense. Uh, if not, they would likely be hunted down quite literally by collectors and buyers making offers. It's unclear if they're going to keep it, sell it. But uh, I was really hoping, when I read about this card, I was really hoping that it was just some 10-year-old kid Rando. finds it. Yeah. And, you know, and was just, you know, you playing in, in a tournament, you know, just... <laughs> he throws it down in, a, like, a local tournament. Yeah, he had his local, local comic shop, and he's like, yeah, there you go. Well, it's so weird, too, because they would have to be playing the Lord of the Rings version of Magic Gathering mm. to work. But this, this person's hopefully a Lord of the Rings fan and realized that they would literally have the Siege of Isengard at their house if they, you know. <laughs> exactly. I have, I have the One Ring card, and, you, you you know, they made three whole movies and a whole bunch of books about that stuff. <laughs> oh, did they? <laughs> yeah. Never you may have heard, heard of it. it. Only James, you may have heard of it. I don't know. I, I, was, I was in elementary school. I don't remember. Give him the LSD right now. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> We're going to... We're going to make the inside things come outside. <laughs> James, so you, don't, you don't need any more encouragement. For that. I have an imagination. <laughs> we don't need that. Absolutely. Although I think Egg wants it now. <laughs> Egg's on board. Egg, let's go find a desert and we'll do it. It's not hard to find a desert here. Yeah. Bring cigarettes. I mean, just go any direction for about 20 minutes and you'll find a desert. The question is which desert? And now he's asking for cigarettes. Uh, yeah. this, I want to videotape this is what I want. I want to film this. If I'm opening up a floodgate from Utah Valley, we're doing it the right way. I want cocaine, <laughs> cigarettes, and pornography. <laughs> pornography. So it's got to the salt flats and... I'm, I'm going to tell you a quick story before we get to the real news of the Please. last time I was using anything like LSD. It might have even been LSD. Yes, it was LSD. I was uh, I was sitting on a rock in Goblin Valley, Utah, and I thought oh. to myself, boy, there sure is an awful lot of noise going on now. What an incredible hallucination I'm having. 
And then I looked around. I said, wow, this is the most vivid rain and water I've ever seen in my life. And then my friend was yelling, hey, it's a flash flood, stupid. Get off that rock. And I was like, I'm fine. This is amazing. So uh, I was hoping it would cut to what actually is being seen. And you just rolling around in the dirt, throwing dirt into the air, going, wee. I literally, I literally climbed up on a boulder. A rainstorm hit like the other side of the canyon, and oh, uh, that's I was in a flash flood. I don't remember much of it, but my friend sure liked to tell me this story. <laughs> did you cause the storm? Yeah, James. Did. <laughs> I think he did. James, I think he did. I think he yeah. did. Oh my gosh! Yeah, wouldn't that be the wildest X Men power? Like you have to be high on LSD, but like you got yeah. powers. There's, yeah, whenever, uh, I'm, whenever I'm tripping balls, I cause rainstorms and flash floods. It's amazing. There oh, was, I would just cause Walmart parking lots. There was a hero created in the 80s, I want to say in the Marvel Universe, that his powers only activated when he did cocaine. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, yes. man. That was yes. They, awesome. called him like, they called him like white uh, snow. Or... Look that up. Look. Right. Oh, I know you're right. Where... I know you're right. right. I'm going to look it up. No, don't. Not like that, James. No, that's <laughs> not how it works. Marvel hero who needed cocaine. Who needed cocaine. How to use cocaine. No, no, James. Snow, that's snow not... flame. Snow flame. Snow flame. Oh, my gosh. Needed a constant supply of it to keep his powers. I love this. All right. Bring back <laughs> snow flame. Long does cocaine stay in your James, hair? stop that. Stop okay. that. In your hair? Stop that. <laughs> My son is interested in cocaine. Stop that, James. Oh, just just give him powdered sugar. He'll never know the difference. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. awesome. And I made a cake. <laughs> All right. I want to eat it long enough. Turns into whipped cream. I, I that's wanna, not how that works. I made my own butter. <laughs> when a problem comes along, you must whip it. All right. Milk and almond. Uh, I want to talk about Indiana Jones for a minute or two. Because okay. the new movie opens this weekend. None of us have seen it here, so we're not going to review it and spoil it. Although the internet has already spoiled it for me. That's what the internet um, does. Exactly. Um, but uh, I just wanted to talk about, you know, because we all love Indiana Jones. I want to talk about your memories. You know, your first time seeing Raiders of the Lost Ark. Was it in a theater? That's a question for James. Was it in a theater? Uh, no, it was definitely on VHS, and uh, I'm what some people would call an indoorsy guy. I, I'm soft hands. I don't really like going camping. We invented the indoors for a reason and air conditioning. <laughs> uh, but the first time I saw it, it made me want to go outside. Not for long. Like, it was my backyard, but like... You know, and, and how, how much did you want to control a whip? And like the moment you whipped it around, you just whipped yourself right in your eyelid. Uh, yeah. But it was fun. You know, it was a good time. I, you know, I love it. I love that movie. I love it. I love the old movies, not the new ones. And they're definitely B movies. Well, well, now, have, have you seen any of them in the theaters or just on TV? No, I haven't seen any in theaters, and Crystal Skull was so bad that I just avoided it altogether. I watched the South Park re-rendition of it, and I felt like I got all that I needed to from, uh, from that. Uh, here's from the that here, here's the thing with the, with the new movie coming out. I decided to go back and rewatch the movies, and I started with Crystal Skull, and I remember how much uh, crap we gave it when it came out. So this is the second time that I've seen it. I think 
we were all a little hard on it. A little hard on it. Little and hard. here's why. Everybody says, but space aliens? Well, let's not forget how crazy some of the other plot lines were. Immortality is real. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, th think about some of the other magical occurrences that happen in these movies. So aliens uh, is the not other such ones a... are based on a book. The Bible, maybe you've heard of it. Well, that one. That is that one. not science fiction, even though songs well, will lead you no, to believe that. There's two, because you got the Holy Grail and the yeah. Ark of the Covenant. So yeah. there's two. New Testament, Old Testament for a second. <laughs> there's two <laughs> books, James. Two. Well, it's the Bible and then the Te Bible 2. <laughs> Technically three, because if you're talking about... Um, the uh, the second one, the Temple of Doom, mm -hmm. uh, that's actually based off the old Vedic stories, which are some of the oh. oldest written testaments. So you're talking about the Bhagavad Gita, you're talking mm -hmm. about the Ramayana, so you're talking about some really, really old, like ten thousand year old texts, some of the oldest texts out there. So, but it's all some it's all some of the greatest comic book stories ever written, all of right. them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, that's that's why I think that Aliens is not such a stretch, really, it's not. because. It's all nah. fantastical stuff, you know. It's a movie. It's an it's escapism. And they tied it. They tied it into ancient civilizations anyway, too. With mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. so I mean, come on. So yeah, I think we're all a little hard on Crystal Skull. I'm just saying. It's but, just too and, and, long. I just I just think at the time it's not. The hard thing when is when you take a break from a franchise for so long, you can't help but make your own stories, right? And when it doesn't match mm. the story, it's, well, and it's hard. It, yeah. And it's the nostalgia thing that will oh either, for sure. It will either love you or it'll kill you. Yep. You, know? you want it to take you back to where you were at that point in time in your life, right? Like when exactly. it hits you and you're never going to feel like you did in your teenage years. Stuff's just not going to work anymore. Okay. Doctors don't fix you. They teach you how to deal with the pain. LSD doesn't hit the same. I mean, I, unless I haven't had it. <laughs> I I find it weird though that like people freak out over this franchise, which has been around forty years now, um, yeah. and yet we, by and large, we can be very critical of James Bond movies, but they've been around since the late fifties, early sixties. You know, half a dozen people have played the character Roger Moore to the point where he was so unbelievably old in uh, View to that a Kill. Last one. Yes, yeah, oh. that we're all just like, yes, of course, Grace Jones really wants to get in the sack with that guy. <laughs> um, but you you go and suspend so much disbelief, and by and large, people line up for the next one, and you don't hear a lot of criticism. It's like, yep, it well, was a Bond movie. I think the difference there is there's been so many Bond movies. We've had like... And lack of, and lack of internet in the 60s, 70s, and well, 80s. That, that too, but you're looking yeah. at like 700 movies in a series versus four. And, well, and like, you've seen the progression yeah. as the series has gone on, so you know kind of more of what to expect. Whereas well, that huge gap in the Indiana Jones movies let people do exactly what James was talking about and create so much of their own headcanon sure. and, and fake nostalgia, not fake nostalgia, but incorrect. Well, that, it's, it's the same thing like uh, Johnny Carson. Like he blew up on TikTok not too long ago, like a lot of highlights from his show. And like, if you oh, ever yeah. go back and watch his show, like don't get me wrong, like it's definitely like the archetype of like what a late night talk show is. But when you have like, what, five, 600 episodes to pull just highlights from, you're going right. to look like a rock star. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're not all gems either. That's the no. other thing no. when you have that many episodes. 
I've been on the radio since 82, trust me. Anyway. Look um, at our show. <laughs> look at this show. <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't know what you're talking about. Everything here is a highlight. But back to the Superman casting that we talked about earlier. I wish that people weren't so precious about Harrison Ford. Yes, he made this character. Yes, he did. But I think it's okay if someone else plays him. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm we, surprised. I, I think haven't. we, yeah, exactly, Egg. I think we need to get to the point where it's normal for a new person to step into any role that's a franchise. And mm -hmm. in The Flash, I think that's what they're trying to establish. One of the things they're trying to establish in that movie is multiverse, whatever you want to call it, you can have a new person coming in and playing the same character and it doesn't ruin anything. It just it's it's no different than comic books when you get a new artist coming in for a new run yeah. on Spider-Man or Superman or whatever. Yeah. Because there's there's a point in Crystal Skull where they talk about how India was at one time a government agent of some kind. And uh, I want I want to see those. I cool. want to see that, you know. Yeah. And and we let's cast a new person to play and make those stories. I think give, that would give be me, fascinating. Give me three 1950s Indiana Jones government agent with Ryan Gosling. And yeah, great. Yeah, I'd watch oh, that. Oh gosh, I'd yeah. watch the hell out of that. That would be terrific. Because he would bring his own charm to it. I mean, we just just I mean, for instance, how many people have played James T. Kirk in the exactly. last ten years? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you, you know what, Paul Wesley, the guy who's playing on Strange New Worlds doesn't even bother doing a Shatner at yeah. all. He's and he doesn't doing get his, to. He's exactly. doing his own damn Kirk, and he's rocking it. He's doing mm -hmm. an amazing job because we allow these things. Yes, Indiana Jones is snarky and wry, and he's kind of your hot uncle that you want to bang on weekends. But <laughs> I let him into my tent. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't go camping. <clears throat> Layers are coming off. <laughs> I, I know. It's, it's, I'm it's so excited to do LSD. Here's the other thing that I, in my going back and rewatching the, the, the four movies, um, I, you know, the Crystal Skull realization, we were too hard on it. Also, I have to walk back. I once said that Temple of Doom is my favorite Indiana Jones movie, and I catch hell for it. And I'm looking back at it, and kind of deservedly so. I mean, this movie. It's sloppy. It's a little sloppy, but it's really dark. Oh yeah, yeah. They're I mean, underground I, a lot. I was not allowed to see it. it. I was not allowed to see it in the movie theaters. Well, and and it's it's one of the reasons that we got the PG thirteen rating. Oh yeah, uh, because it, it the Kalima one wasn't yeah. wasn't wasn't Lucas like going through a divorce when he was writing the screenplay for that, and they're just like, there's something about his state of mind when he's writing. I was like, well, everything's shit anyway, so uh, <laughs> it's. Yeah, my life's got to be crappy. Everybody else's life's going to be crappy. Just as but my ex-wife ripped my heart out, the, the <laughs> priest will rip his heart out, and it if will you be say Talima backwards, hand. it's actually his ex-wife's name. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Joan. <laughs> but but it's uh, I mean, and that one was also the one that made me realize that we're maybe hard on Crystal Skull because of the magic stones. You know, yeah, and they get the magic rocks back, and the, and everything's fine in the village. You know, also. Another problem with the movie, it's, it's got some problematic racism all throughout. Not only problematic, <laughs> not only problematic racism, but like thuggies, they're actually, the thuggies were really greatly vilified during the British colonization of India because mm -hmm. 
they were actually fighting against the colonizers. Yes, they are Kali worshippers, but Kali Kali is a major part of Hindu mythology and basically making the bad guys a religious sect and calling them a cult. That's, they're not a cult. Yeah. They're a legitimate religion. Yeah. It would be mm-hmm. like it would be like if uh, you said, okay, well, here's the thing. Uh, Seventh-day Adventists are the bad guys in this story. <laughs> right. They're kidnapping children and ripping out their hearts. They are? No. <laughs> I always had my suspicions. James, but always, it, when, when, well, when the missionaries knock at your door, do what, do what my mom said to do, and that is hide behind the couch, okay? I do nine <laughs> times out of ten. She always knew when they were coming. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, these, these movies, as much as we love them, they can be problematic, except for the Nazi punching parts, which, yeah. which is why I'm, and this is going to upset Lee, I think, a little bit, I'm moving Last Crusade up as... Better. That's the best one. Last Crusade's the best. Uh, it's, it's the most fun. It's a you lot of fun. Right. <laughs> it is the most fun. fun. It is the most fun. I love that movie, and I hated it when it came out, but I've grown to love it. It is an absolute roller coaster of a movie. If it built the blueprint of a tentpole summer escape movie, yeah, and mm-hmm. it's pretty flawless for that. So, oh, now John in the chat room says, and then there's Willie. Let me go back to this. All right, in Temple of Doom, Willie Scott. Hot. Sorry, I know. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> Kate Capshaw was hot. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, think. I was uh, I was grounded when Raiders came out. I was supposed to be able to go really? see it with my parents. They were like, "If you bring your grades up to you know above a C, we'll take you to see this cool movie because you love Han Solo so much. He's in this new movie, and you like these old 1940s movies. This is that." Mm-hmm. And uh, I I did not improve my grades because turns out I have ADHD and it's really hard for me to focus. But we won't get into that. Uh, so my parents <laughs> went to see it without me, and my dad came back and told me about the whole damn movie. Oh, oh. Lee, it was so good. You should have been there. What was that yeah. like? That's, oh, yeah. that sucks. <laughs> Holy. Oh, I remember I was in uh, high school or just getting out of high school. I can't remember. What year did the first one come out, Lee? Do you remember? Like 82. 1937. Was it 80? 81 or 82. No. Well, let's look it up. Well, because Star Wars was 77. Right. Empire Um, was 80, and it was filmed between... Empire was 80. It came uh, between Empire and Return of the Jedi, 81. 81. 81. Okay, so I was just getting ready to graduate from high school, and I remember friends and I... We got we got in Bart Farrell's car and we drove to Provo to go see it and we were just in I just remember all of us we were just enthralled we were like high fiving each other at the end of the movie. Oh yeah, uh, I learned some first things. One. It's My, one of the first movies I remember seeing in theaters. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm. My dad felt so bad for grounding me for that movie that he bought me a, a like a fake bullwhip to play with so I could play Indiana Jones because I was eleven. <laughs> and uh, then we went on vacation, and our car broke down in Scipio. Carrie, you know Scipio. I know Scipio. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't and, changed uh, very much. Yeah, no, no, it hasn't. It's so the same. I, I had my fake bullwhip, and our car was stuck there. We we camped in the park in Scipio for like three days, and I'm 11 years old. I've got a fake bullwhip, and I'm playing with the neighborhood kids. And that's when I learned that you can't actually crack a whip around a rafter in a barn and swing anywhere because it'll come, un- <laughs> no, it'll it come undone, and you and you'll fall to the bottom of the barn. Yep. And, yep. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. But oh, those you know, those kids didn't have movies; they didn't know. No, but, but not you were, in you were, No, but you were right earlier about you know thinking that you can do a whip and winding up hurting yourself with it. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. you know, we Don't all did that right in your eyelid nine times out really? of ten. I'll tell you what. Phenomenal toy for natural selection. You'll whip, you'll whip your eye out. 
<laughs> no. It'll flick you in the nipple. It will. Woo. All right. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's find out what you guys consumed this week. Ooh. What? Who I wants like to that, go boys. That feels good. I like that. I'll go. Okay, Lynn I'll goes go. first. I'll have, okay, uh, Star Trek Lower Decks, finally into season three as I'm oh, plowing through you. to catch up. Um, this show is delicious. Mm-hmm. This show is delicious. It is a it is a five course meal for a Star Trek fan. There is one episode in season three where um, they're all playing this Klingon D and D game where they brought back the voice of Martok from DS Nine to, mm-hmm. uh, to basically be the dungeon master, and it's just like just these little subtle kisses on on and, and an after dinner mint uh, for Star Trek fans, and I absolutely love what they're doing with it. Also. Strange New Worlds. Um, So good. I will not say that this latest episode was one of the best episodes of Trek ever. It was one of the most intriguing episodes of Trek ever. And, oh boy, I'm not going to get into spoilers, but boy, did they mess with the timeline. I love. I absolutely loved this last oh, it's, episode. It's it's phenomenal. It, it's possibly and one of my favorite Trek episodes of all time. When they're talking about how Strange New Worlds is going to be episodic television, and I'm like, well, it is sort of. But sort boy, of, oh boy, yeah. are they are mm. they getting into an overarching theme for this second mm-hmm. season? And so it's good. it's fantastic. And uh, the lady who plays Laon really really got to take what is kind of a two-note character and mm-hmm. just in one episode boom here's an yeah. amazing character that you love yep it's conflicted and you know, i understand the i understand the actress is also a singer apparently, apparently oh she's awesome she's quite, quite, quite good I, apparently i i would say bring take boots in to the costume for the uh for the starfleet uniform and please It'll be the greatest thing ever uh hot ones with john mulaney uh yeah i love hot ones that was a good one Hot Ones is interesting because I think they they actually talked about the writer's strike quite a bit, which I thought was fantastic because obviously oh, they have writers on Hot Ones, So, but that's part of the problem is they're not covered by any of the right. union activity. They're not in the union, yeah. Yeah, they, they should be, right? So that's part of what they're talking about. But also they just, they don't pull punches and Mulaney was real open about addiction, recovery, and some other things. But also... He does not look like the kind of guy who can successfully go through that whole Rubicon of wings. Well, and now that I've got you interested, watch his uh, Netflix special, his his latest one. Oh, it's like, Jay. yeah, it's like a uh, a confession. Wow. Yeah, it's it's wild. The job I had before the job I have now, you know, fifteen <laughs> jobs ago, uh, yeah. we talked a lot about recovery, and there's a, there's quite a few things that come along with with addiction and and substance dependence. And one of those is that the people that are around you don't have to forgive you or keep you in their lives just because you have that problem. So what do you do afterwards when you've lost that support network? Mm. And how do you recover? And that seems to be a lot of what Mulaney is doing right now is, you know, mm-hmm. they talk about that forgiveness aspect of, of recovery, but... Oh boy. Anyway, and then uh, finally, uh, yes. last night I went down a rabbit hole and I watched uh, MTV's Year in Review for 1984 and 1985. That's really and, uh, random. <laughs> that, that was amazing. And then just for fun, I watched an hour of MTV uh, with uh, Martha Quinn and uh, from 1982. Medicine Woman? 
No, Martha oh. Quinn. Carrie knows. Thank you, Carrie. knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Car- yeah, Martha Quinn was like the first MTV crush that weirdos oh, had. We all, yeah, we all had a crush yeah. on her. Yeah. I was waiting for her to say Wicked Smart about something, but uh, yeah, Smart. She's, she's, she's got a, she had a fun accent. Anyway, 82 MTV, a lot of concert footage, not a lot of really cool videos. 84 MTV, it's all cool videos. What the hell, MTV? Anyway, that's uh, all I watched. There were no videos when it first launched. There were so well, few. There were very yeah. few. I remember yeah. in, in 82, it's weird that you brought this up. In 82, when I was graduating high school, uh, everyone was talking about, what you going to do now that you've graduated? What are you, you going to do? And I remember my friend Braden and I were saying, we ought to go make these film clips for songs. We didn't know that right. they were called videos. You know, we didn't, right. music videos. That I don't know if that term was around or not. It's just, but, but we want to make those film clips for rock songs. We want to do that. I think it that was, flows uh, better, film clips for rock it songs. Was, uh, <laughs> it was like Kim Wilde's Kids in America was one of the first ones that was shot specifically. Mm. And then, uh, but then like you get into things like Ron Howard shooting fish heads as a music video mm-hmm. for film school. That's why he left Happy Days, and they, they weren't even doing music videos, but he thought it would be funny to do a costume and, like, a bit to the song that they were doing, but well, it was a comedy song. So. Well, Mike, Mike Nesmith was also one of the pioneers. Oh, from the Monkees. Yeah. Yeah. From the Monkees. He, he did a whole, almost a film called Elephant Parts, I believe. Which just, was, uh, just so we can mutant. get to know you guys better, do you guys want to go round robin really quick and say what your favorite music video is? Oh. Either from an artsy point of view or just a fun music video that you love artsy or fartsy uh genghis khan by don't remember the band name wow <laughs> but you remember uh, the video yeah it's uh if you search genghis khan music video uh, that's that i don't want to be genghis khan yeah yeah i know keep singing keep singing i know the they band. got I open up your uh, someone your shazam it app, your yeah. shazam app Sam lee singing a song <laughs> shazam lee <laughs> someone genghis shazam him khan. Anybody, anybody, uh, see, I can't pick just one. Yeah, I, can't I don't pick know. Just yeah, pick just one. The, the best video ever made is Muse's Knights of Sidonia. Oh, that's really that's good. good. That's a good one. Really that's good. That's a good one. Uh, one of my favorite, well, I mean, any Talking Heads video, I think, is genius. Yep. Um, Devo. I, I think uh, uh, any Spice Girls video, because it was just at the t- the prime time to awaken things in Tony, uh, probably make my... Uh, he perked up a little bit <laughs> oh, taller, a little bit straighter. Now the question for Tony, which spice? Oh, ginger spice. All the ginger way. is the one. Okay, all right. Yeah, because I was younger, I can say baby spice. <laughs> but now, moving on in life, uh, in today's Spice Girls, Scary Spice. Oh yeah. When she yeah. was on uh, America's Got Talent, she's very pretty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I find her very fair. <laughs> all right. Quite. Was that was that you, Dunley? Oh, yeah, I'm done. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll go next. Egg. Hey, everyone. Well. Speaking of music videos, REM put a new one out this week. They're still alive? Because they have a song in the bear. They Yes. Was that a new uh, song? No, because, no, no. It's a new remix of it, though. Because we've been watching, and, and Sue's comment was, boy, whoever's doing the show really likes REM, because there's been yeah. a couple of REM songs in there. Yeah, they put, a, they put out a new single for Strange Currencies with that remix and a music video. See, that I knew that song didn't sound right. Yeah. Yeah. Strange and I'm just like, yes. that's cool. So I've been listening to that. Um, let's see. As far as TV, I've not been watching much. <clears throat> well, Since um, we're on Indiana Jones, I love Expedition Unknown on, I think it's Discovery. Guy going doing archaeology stuff, but he's like an actual archaeologist. 
goes oh. to actual dig sites. They actually pull stuff up. And he knows and what he's, he's talking about. That's he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but he's really... People teaching me stuff on purpose? I was gonna say, I think, Hell no. I think James would like his sense of humor. He's really <laughs> trick. He's tricking you into learning, James. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, he tricked dead. me into learning. Uh, now I got my shirt off. Mm, yep. Let's see. I went and saw Transformers. So what did right. uh, so no. yeah let's talk about that <laughs> yes on purpose oh, oh, egg, oh, egg is is the biggest Transformers fan I know oh I know and, and so that's why I wanted to, to hear his take on on the new Transformers movie I did not hate it I had fun it was fun fun movie um, was that the one with the beasties in it mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh good uh, I would have liked more of them well you may get more of them they're talking yeah, about bringing yeah. them back um, nice. I didn't hate the human character. I really liked the main human character. I really liked him. Which is strange Which, for a Transformers movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he I have an Iron at, Man suit-up scene? Yes, he does. Ooh. Oh, slick. <laughs> Which is, sorry, spoiler. But it's the design is based on a character from one of you the old cartoons. I think you can cartoons. see it in a commercial, for being yeah. honest. Which, yeah. uh, which character is that? It's, he's called Kicker. He's from the Energon series. He's a human mm-hmm. who has a power suit. Oh, uh, fine. you're yeah. saying the right things. It makes me want to go see it. Yeah, yeah it's it's worth seeing. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth going to the theater for because there's someone in my theater ripping nasty farts. Dude, is that person you egg? Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wasn't for once. <laughs> there is some a hole rip of farts. <laughs> Who was that? Come on, guys, own up. <laughs> uh, Who brings my biggest complaint movie? is okay. The Michael Bay movies are bad. We're yes. saying it. That first one though. The action scenes are so oh, good. Like really I went back good. and watched that first highway, well, that highway fight scene. Oh yeah, yeah. The action in this new one is not as good. Hmm. Okay. And the whole final battle just take, it's like all CG. Hmm. It's like thing comes out of the ground. It's like wasteland. It's, I'm just like, no, put it in the city. Give us some context. Yeah, yeah. That's my biggest complaint. Just the last <laughs> fight scene is just the whole battle is just all CG. I'm just like, hey. Tony was in the theater right behind you, Egg. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Did you just say the whole the fight scene was CG between the Transformers? I was going to say, that's how you but do even a like Transformers the background. I want to see two dump trucks fighting. <laughs> just smash them together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peter Dinklage is just chewing up the scenery on his voice acting. He's oh, great. great. I like He's that. He's great. Oh, good, good. I He's the Peter villain. Dinklage. Does uh, does the voice acting for Pete Davidson does it pull you out? Does it? No, it didn't bother me. I liked okay. it. Is right. Pete I Davidson don't... a Transformer? Yeah, he's Mirage. Mirage. Yeah. Is that the he Porsche? Was... Yeah. Porsche. And when he's not really Mirage, he's not. He was... Mirage was my first Transformer. It's ah. pronounced a Mirage, but <laughs> my, mine was Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah. So because there were, I know Wiley because there were always tons of bumblebees on the rack and and the yeah. rest were sold out and so you yeah. got stuck with bumblebee. Well, it's <laughs> also Cliff what Jumper. happens when your grandma gives you. I mean, that's my first American transformer. I had Japanese transformers prior to that, but my grandma didn't know. She was like, "Yeah, I got you this your Volkswagen turns into a guy." Got the walkie-talkie <laughs> oh. cars. Turns into and, a guy. <laughs> one last thing, just give us the Transformers GI Joe movie. Stop teasing it's it. Coming. We don't, we don't need a G.I. Joe movie first. Just give it to us. <laughs> we know what G.I. Joe is. It's coming. It's coming. I'm, gl- I'm, glad you, yeah. I gl- I'm glad you brought up Transformers. I got I got one celebrity impression, just like Tony, and I'm pretty sure I ripped this hey, off of Jimmy. Are I you have guys ready one for this? and a half. It's Mark Wahlberg being surprised about Transformers. Ready? Ready? I think I saw a Transformer. I think I saw a Transformer. <laughs> I did. I did see a Transformer. Say hello oh. to your mother for me. Transformer. <laughs> 
Uh, and that reminds me of one more thing. That's the yeah, soundtrack uncanny. is fantastic. I get it. <laughs> the soundtrack. Yeah, because it's set in the '90s, so it's a lot of like '90s hip hop. Oh, cool. oh, wonderful. Yeah, oh, I like that. Yes. Mm. So I may check I, it out just for that reason yeah. alone. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see what Soundgarden song Optimus Prime dies to. <laughs> Probably Black Hole Sun. Probably. <laughs> uh, who's Who's next? Oh, I'll go next. next. Oh, you uh, got it. Okay. Well, go ahead, James. James. Okay. Uh, Guests first. I wrote it down on analog paper, so I wouldn't forget. Not regular paper. Uh, I just finished <laughs> watching white analog paper, if you have to know, Tony. Not yes. to bring color into this, but uh, real appropriate. Huh. Um, huh. I just James. finished huh. Venom, uh, Bad Blood. Venom, no, Venom was bad with Carnage. That was bad. That was a oh, bad Oh, the movie, movie. okay. It was, that <laughs> yeah. movie was bad. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was okay. Read. Uh, in a bad way. I, it was okay it in was a bad, bad. way. bad. Uh, every June, I'm gonna. I have a, a reoccurring alarm on my phone to rewatch Watchmen, the uh, HBO mm, show. Oh, Holy moly, man! So that show is so good mm. in ways that we don't deserve. Exactly. We don't deserve that show. <laughs> exactly. They haven't taken that show off yet. Not yet. <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy that one. I think just in case it ever gets torpedoed on the stream. Physical media. Yeah. Buy not it. Enough, not enough of a tax credit yet. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm just uh, watching Andor for the first time. I'm on episode three, uh, which you guys ever have stuff that you just you sit on because you're like, I know I'm going to like this. So I'm going to save it mm-hmm. for yeah. when I need it. And I'm and I and and Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars anything. I love that movie because it's so real, like in a world of wizards and and flying ships and a lot of different everything and stuff for some reason works and talking uh, furries. It's like we got a, you know, a, a grounded tale where a blaster actually has repercussions and like, and I love rogue one because everybody dies and that's how <laughs> life is. We're all going to die. Tell him, uh, oh, you're coming from know. a dark place so today. James, James, I'm begging you to get therapy. <laughs> I, I break therapists, dude. When you're when you're adopted as that young just, as I am, you got to go through them until you find the one that can hold you. <laughs> Our own Rebecca Frost says, "Welcome to the resistance, James." <laughs> ah, thanks. I don't get it. She made me apply to be on her show. I, 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 I have an application for her. I have headshots. Maybe someday, Rebecca, get me on your freaking show. I you could do you. the space show show on Andor. She could. I'm sure she could absolutely fill hours and hours and hours. All right. <clears throat> Rachel, right. Rebecca. Rachel. Oh, you, you just lost it. You blew it. That yeah. was it. Game over. And last but not least, you had your try. <laughs> Sorry, James. Go ahead, James. Please. I'm almost going to okay. kick you off my show for doing that. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, something words to make you like me. Um, okay, I just completed again. One Punch Man, because oh. my gosh, that show is so good. It's fantastic. It, it's Absolutely. such a good metaphor. Uh, YouTube it. I'm not going to go into detail. Bill Burr has a great breakdown of uh, One Punch villains. No way. Are you serious? Of, oh, really? Yeah. He, he, it's the only anime, because it's the only anime I, I watch just because I don't have, I have time. I just don't have time. I just don't want to donate my Wait time to anime. Bill um, Burr talks about One Punch Man. 
I gotta watch yeah, this. Just YouTube, Look that up, Bill yeah. Burr, One Punch Man. He has a really good breakdown of the first season's villains and like his take on them. And like, I don't know, One Punch Man. I can't remember if it was Tony. Tony was probably the one to get me into it. But um, it's the one anime that I can actually follow because so there's only twenty episodes. How do yeah. you two uh, feel about the movie that's coming? Live I'll watch action. it. I'll give it a you shot. Will. You know. Okay. All right. I mean. It, Everything's in a multiverse, right? That's right. So, That's how I look at all the different types of media for the same stories. It's just a multiverse. I don't care variant. what Tony says. I like the Green Lantern movie. Okay, I don't Until hate another it. one comes out, it is my Green Lantern movie. Well, it's your only Green Lantern movie as well. But and yes, that's why. <laughs> okay, up until I got a girlfriend. Not going to finish the sentence. All right. All right. Uh, is that everything, Tony? <laughs> okay. All right. Jeez, Louise, this is what I work with. Um, I know, right? <laughs> Have you ever touched Tony's beard side note? It's great. No. It's <laughs> when did you touch my beard? You were I need to lock the doors better. You were sleeping. <laughs> oh, no. Sleep with your mouth open. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm watching Platonic on um, Apple TV+. Plus. That's a great little show. If you haven't watched Platonic, give that a shot. Uh, is it about a relationship? Uh, a platonic relationship. Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne, a lot of fun. Um, okay. And then uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, where we talked about that, just absolutely phenomenal. Watched a movie on Hulu called Quasi. <laughs> this is from the gentleman that brought you Super Troopers. And oh, no. I don't know. Oh, if it's I about can... Quasimodo. Yeah, right? yeah, I don't know okay. if I can recommend it, but it is exactly what you think it is. That is, yeah. it is, it does what it says on the tin. Was it not made for this? Um, <clears throat> I don't know who it was made for, time? James, if I'm going to be frank. <laughs> it's just, it's there. It's got some funny parts, but it is, uh, it oh, is interesting. Man. So it's from their, like, their, their troop, right? Their friend yeah. group. It yeah. seems like they're sticking mm-hmm. together pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then um, let's see. The other thing I wanted to mention is a documentary series I started yesterday. So I'm only one episode in, but it's got me hooked. It's called Muscles and Mayhem. It is the documentary oh, series yes. on American Gladiators. American Gladiators. Oh, I need to watch that. Oh. <laughs> created, not, not created, but uh, adapted, written, I don't know what you want to call it, and directed by Jared Hess of Napoleon yes. Dynamite oh, fame. Yeah. Local favorite. Yep. And uh, I got to say, the first episode, I'm in. It's it's interesting. It It's one of those things where I only know American Gladiators from when it was syndicated on Saturday afternoons. I'd watch it oh. on Saturday afternoons. And I watched it, it religiously. Yeah, I watched wow. it almost every week. You know, you and got I only Zap watched the kids and Nitro. Of that, and Global Guts. And <laughs> <laughs> I'd say give it a look. It's on Netflix, and so far right. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. All right. Uh, all, all y'all mentioned the other stuff that I was watching, uh, except for I, I recommend on uh, uh, a show called The Other Two. It's a very funny show about show business. Uh, but I, I want to go back to Secret Invasion because oh, I'm, yeah, seeing of, I'm seeing a I lot am. of hate. I'm seeing a lot of hate for Secret Invasion online, and I don't know why. I can't figure I it out I just haven't watched episode it's two because- yet. I don't. I think it's because it's not over yet. Like people <laughs> yeah. are like, it just doesn't feel like a story. It's because it's a it's a reach around story, man. It's yeah. not going to be completed. Like you can hate on Westworld season one as much as you want, but let it. I mean, it uh, you know, for those of you who jumped out after episode one, pick up episode two. Yeah. Take a look at. There are two scenes with some of the best writing and acting that I've seen in a Marvel thing. 
we've got a, a scene look specifically for the scene between uh fury and talos oh yeah it takes place on a train the train. that's all i'm gonna say but boy mm -hmm. the underlying themes are just brilliant just listen to what they're really saying to each other and then the same with the scene between uh Rhodey and nick fury that takes yep. place in a in a bar listen to what they're saying in the underlying themes it's just brilliant writing and acting and it has a lot of commentary it's just beautiful so see i'm enjoying secret invasion i don't know what everyone's i, problem I will watch it i've just, I've just yeah. been busy i know you've been busy moving i, I know <laughs> it it might just be too smart that's why i didn't like the lord of the Rings show it makes me feel stupid <laughs> well, the Lord of the Rings show, 99% of the people watching it don't understand half of the references because it's all Yeah, from, and that's why I don't like it. Yeah, I feel like I'm the watching appendix. the newest Marvel movie without seeing any of the other stuff come before mm -hmm. it. Uh, Rebecca, uh, did you see the news about the other two? Yes, it is. it has been canceled, not because people aren't watching it, but because there's an HR problem on the set, apparently. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, and, and Tina Fey made a joke about it years ago. She sh we should have listened to her uh, you know, talking about creating monsters out of writers. You know, everyone knows it. Everyone in Hollywood knows it. The entire cast of the other two knows it. Oh, wait, I shouldn't have said that out loud. Uh -oh. <laughs> Thank you, Tina Fey. She is a prophet. She needs right. to come back, man. What has she been doing lately? She's on tour with Amy Poehler right now. Yeah. They're doing a, a live uh, theater show. Oh, well, she should continue to do that. Two of the funniest women in the world on the same stage. I love it. Rebecca says, uh, <clears throat> Secret Invasion is not, all capitals, smart. I know. She disagrees with me on this. <laughs> she disagrees with me on this. But anyway, I'd love right. to see you two argue about it. That'd be oh, good. I don't like Change arguing match. with Rebecca. They have uh, lively right. discussions on the Space Show show. Check it out. Yes. I wouldn't know. She makes me apply for it for you. She, she said she lost your application. He probably sent just, it to Rachel. Just, yeah, he sent it to someone named Rachel instead. I was talking to the lady behind her, and you know that. Uh, well, it's really Rachel. weird. Rebecca. It's really weird, though, because my wife keeps asking me why you're sending her email. She's like, why is James we sending are, me these? We are Helen Kellering. My wife and I and kids are Helen Kellering our way to your house, Lee. We remember the area that you live and every time we go to Salt Lake, we just like, is that is it this one? Is that their is car? I think we should go one? say hi. <laughs> like, All right. Uh, let's uh, let's get games, up. and uh, we'll wrap this up, and then we'll head to our uh, Patreon after show. Uh, yeah. Games, Tony, what do you got? We got Anything? games. Games coming at you. Here they come. <laughs> Need for Speed 5. Way. Flight what, Simulator 2024. What day is it? Okay. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> no, there's... There's we no talked much. about this, Tony. We talked about this. There's no, there's no games this week. No, you could make them up. Not. Nothing good. Nothing oh, good. Zelda. Pikmin Four is coming out at the end of the month. Don't That's forget not about this it. week. Uh, oh, also, yeah, no, end of the month. Also, anybody listening, uh, I need that Booberry action figure. It's a Comic Con exclusive right now, but I need um, it. Right. Okay, for games, <laughs> if you have sixty-seven dollars and you'd want to buy a bunch of games that you're never going to play, the Steam Summer Sale is going right now. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's a good plug yeah. there. The, yeah. all of them are sell doing sales right now. Green Man right. Gaming, Steam, you know, Fanatical. They're yeah, all like they're going last night. I almost spent forty dollars on a game I know I'm never going to play. So I said no. I'm going to save that forty dollars for booze. Games the, are like Pokemon. You got to collect them all. That forty dollars for the Booberry action figure. That's See, a Comic Con right exclusive. There. Anyway. Oh, also, right. uh, the Geek Show 
help desk might be a day late this week due to the holidays. So oh, okay. just be aware. It'll still be there, just maybe a day late. Uh, all right. That's uh, just, just it's on our regular Geek Show podcast feed. Oh, and here's a question. Maybe we'll talk about this in the after show. Let's save it for the after show. I want to know, with Stitcher going away, what, what pod service should I use? So let's Stitcher's save going away? We'll talk about oh, that in man. the after show. There okay. we go. All right. Oh. Uh, the After Show is a Patreon-exclusive. GeekShowGotThisCovered.com will take you right to our Patreon if you're not already there. Uh, those of you who are already there, we love you and we thank you, and we'll be right there very soon. Live long and prosper, bitches, for the culture. Bye. Bye. Bye.